1: Pastor Louis Giglio, it's Kevin and Taylor.
2: Hey. What
1: is going on guys? Good morning. Hey, we <laughs> want to know, is there any truth to the rumor that your mom has a secret recipe for pasta sauce that is you you are sworn to secrecy, you will never give it up?
3: Uh, this is completely a rumor, but it sounds like a great idea.
2: <laughs> you should make it up. <laughs> tell, everyone, tell everyone if they buy a copy of your new book, don't give the enemy a seat at your table. You get the recipe as a bonus.
3: Absolutely. That's the thing. The little purity code on the back. You just scan that, and all of a sudden, Martha Jean appears, and she walks you through the recipe step by step. Yes.
2: <laughs> I love it. Well,
1: Pastor Louis. we're psyched about uh, the new book coming out and and i was thinking about this don't give the enemy a seat at your table it's time to win the battle of your mind and what a timely book because it seems like as individuals and a culture we are all the the popular word is triggered we're all triggered and we're reacting all the time with so much heat
3: yeah it's a crazy time to be a human being actually right now but you know god has always been encouraging us not just through pandemics and through crazy years, but from the very beginning, people have been struggling with anxiety, and uh, the Scripture's filled with His encouragement around, you know, the thing uh, that we're struggling with most right now, and that is depression, fear, anxiety. These things have always been a part of the human story, and He's just inviting us to open our eyes today and realize Mm -hmm. that the King is sitting at our table. He's prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies, Everything we need, we have in Him, right here, right now, and that's the most powerful thing in the world.
2: Yeah, it, it seems like Louis, the battle for our minds is is ramped up with social media, and you. I love that you address that whole uh, trap that is the comparison trap in your book, and you say comparison can cannibalize our God-given identity. Tell us a little bit more about what you mean by that.
3: Well, I think, you know, every one of us is unique, amazing, uh, created in the image of God. Every one of us has a calling and a purpose and a destiny on our life. And it's very hard to stay focused on that when, you know, the average person spends three hours a day 2,000 times touching their phone and what they're seeing is somebody else's best life story. You know, yes. hey, we made yes. it out of COVID, and we're in, you know, the Virgin Islands right now on a <laughs> sailboat, And you're like, great, I'm grinding it out of my cubicle, and nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I think just, you know, looking at and, and comparing to what God is doing in someone else's life gives the enemy a seat, because the enemy then is going to say, well, maybe God loves them more than you. Mm. or maybe God is blessing them more than you, or why, did, why isn't God noticing you, or why aren't people noticing you? And once again, it takes our eyes off the reality that Jesus has invited us to sit at a table with Him. He knows our name. He created the number of our days, wrote them in His book. He knows them in the hairs on our head. He gave us a unique gift, a specific purpose to be alive on planet Earth, and You only get one shot at it, guys. I mean, that's the thing today that every listener needs to hear. I need to hear today. You only get one shot. Mm. And so if the enemy can steal your calling, your destiny, your purpose, and your gift away from you by causing you to be looking right or looking left at somebody else, then Mm. you miss your shot. And then for eternity, you're like, oh, okay, I had a purpose, but I was too busy looking at her purpose to realize (laughs) that that (laughs) would be a purpose.
1: We're talking That's to good. Pastor Louis Giglio about his new book. Don't give the enemy a seat at your table. It's time to win the battle of your mind. And um, in a, a practical sense, um, can you share a little bit about? As I was thinking about my own life, and and I'll have we all have thoughts, right? We all have thoughts, and some of them are passive. They just kind of pop in there. And then some of them are purposeful. You know, we linger on something and we shouldn't. Can you help address, how do you address both of those things, a passive thought or a purposeful thought?
3: Yeah, well, I was talking to a neuroscientist the other day, uh, very well-renowned, and she said that the human mind can host 9,000 thoughts a day. And I was like, oh, Whoa. wow. <laughs> Yikes. That's a lot of work. You yeah. Know, for, I'm wondering now why I woke up tired this morning. Yeah. <laughs> But I think the thing is that we don't know where the thoughts come from. Often we don't know how they get there. What we do know is that God has given us the ability to address them, and that's the one thing I want to encourage every listener to do today, and I want to do that today. So when the thought comes in, the fear or the dread or the, the bitterness or the comparison or the jealousy or the greed or whatever the thought is, the temptation What we need to do immediately is address that thought. We need to say, hey, okay, so now fear is in my mind, and we need to ask a question, and here's the question. Where did you come from? And the answer will be simple. Um, If it's a fearful thought or a resentful thought or a thought about how we're not good enough or we don't measure up, well, you know that thought didn't come from the Good Shepherd. He's at the table, so it must have come from that other voice Hmm. who is a liar and the father of lies, been lying from the beginning. And when he speaks a lie, he speaks his own native language, Jesus said, because that's all he knows how to do. And then when you realize, oh, this thought isn't from God, then we have the authority, the Scripture says, to take that thought captive. And that's what this book is about. It's about realizing, and this is is for real, that either the thought's going to bind us or we're going to bind the thought, Mm -hmm. but something's getting bound. And yeah. that's why God is encouraging us, hey, you've got the authority in Jesus' name to to win this battle in your mind.
2: We're talking to Louie Giglio on the Kevin and Taylor Show. And and Louie, it meant a lot to me personally that you addressed in your book um, that bad things happen in life, even when you're following Christ. And um, I've seen that in my own life. My dad has MS. My husband and I have experienced infertility. And would you speak for a minute to that person who's listening right now and the truth that you have in your book that life is hard, but Jesus invites us to follow him anyway, even when bad things happen
3: yeah i mean i'm I'm so glad you brought that up it's it's, it's just the reality that oftentimes in the church and as followers of jesus we we don't know what to do with that conversation and I, I like you. Both my parents died of debilitating diseases over mm. a long periods of time. They were both painful and brutal. And mm. the more we prayed for miracles, the more bad stuff happened. Yeah. And the more we hoped that it would go right, it went left. And that's not the only hardship we've been through in life. Shelley's dad has been in a seven-year battle with incurable cancer. Currently, is in treatment. Um, wow. And. You know, it's just, it's part of living on a broken planet, and I think when we ask the question, hey, why is God letting all this happen, we're asking the wrong question. The question is, um, how is it possible that we have a relationship with God of the universe, even though we have corrupted and broken the planet that He gave us to live on? And we still have a relationship with Him because He chose to come into this brokenness, and He went through some pretty brutal things himself, and I put my arm around a friend yesterday that had walked through some loss, and I said, I can't fully understand what you're going through right now, but I know your father does, because he watched his son suffer, he watched him agonize, he watched him bleed and die, and he heard his cries for help, and he knew that there was nothing he could do to help. And for you to say that your dad is going through MS, that you've struggled with that feeling of, God, let me be in his place. Mm -hmm. Let me do something. And you feel so frustrated because there's nothing at times that you can do except express love and kindness and care. And God knows that feeling. He knows exactly what that feels like because he could not help his son when His Son needed His help the most. Mm. And the goal of all that was so that we could live on this broken planet with uh, the peace of knowing we have a Heavenly Father that loves us, who cares Mm. about us, and who understands our lives. And I think that if we focus on that, and I have to go back, Taylor, to the cross time and time and time again, because that's ground zero for my trust in the character and the goodness of God. Yeah. And my circumstances are not
2: ground zero from my right. trust in the goodness of God. Right. So it's true. Okay uh,
1: yeah, Yeah, that's we're talking powerful. to Pastor Louis Giglio. Uh, he's got a new book out. It's called "Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table." I'd like to talk for a minute with you, Louis, about um, you know. It seems like we're coming out of this long, dark COVID tunnel. The pandemic is winding down, hopefully. Um, and how excited are you at Passion City Church? And then just for. You know, the church universal and all of its wonderful flavors and expressions. Is there an opportunity coming out of this for the church to evangelize like never before?
3: Yeah, well, I think the opportunity, honestly, Kevin, it's pretty stunning that it was that the pandemic allowed us to evangelize like never before. I mean, we reached more people in the last year than we reached in the 10 years before that.
1: No kidding. And wow. God, you know,
3: God has a way of turning things around and, you know, it doesn't minimize the loss, the death, the, the aftershock that we're all going to be living in mm-hmm. from 2020. And from global COVID, but we, you know, had a, a half a million people at our Easter gathering last year in the middle of COVID. Mm. We had 750,000 people at Passion 21 on New Year's Eve this year. Wow. You know, That's and it. after being at Mercedes last year with 65,000 people, we were like, well, what, what can we do to top that? And this year, because of the pandemic, people from 183 nations around the world celebrated New Year's Eve together, 750,000 of them. So, the Gospel has gone further in the last twelve to eighteen months, and it's gone in our lifetime. Uh, we saw an exponential explosion of virtual gospel going everywhere. The thing now that we have to to ask the question we have to ask is as we're coming back, you know into relationship with each other, is this a good time to reset, go back to Pentecost, go back to Acts 2, ask questions, what is church? What does it look like? Why Mm. is this? Why is it important? And so I think the opportunity right now, honestly, is just for a refresh and a reboot, and just to look at the future and not the past. And somebody said, hey, how long is it going to take you to rebuild your church? I said, not one minute. We're not trying to rebuild anything. We're builders, not rebuilders. And Mm. so we're going to build, starting today, uh, with who we have, and you would be shocked, since we're open now, how many people I've met who said, I found Jesus online during pandemic. Wow. And I started coming to your <laughs> church. And no kidding. This is the That's first incredible. time I've ever been in the building, and I've never met you before, and I don't know anybody here, but I'm a part of Passion City Church. And so it's figuring out, you know, who's here <laughs> and how to build them in relationships, how to start and refresh by doing the things that God wants us to be doing, not the things that we used to be
1: doing.
2: Mm. Mm, so good. Wow. Well, we just encourage everyone to get a hold of your book, Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table. And Pastor Louis Giglio, it's always so encouraging to hang out with you. So thank you so much for your time today.
3: Thank you. And thank you, guys for being um, a light and a pandemic and for leading people through day after day, week after week, month after month. I thank you so much for being that kind of voice in our city and in the world and I'm grateful for both of you guys.
2: Oh, thank you for the encouragement. You're awesome. You're the best. Take care.
3: I'll see you out on the silver comments. <laughs> All right. We'll do. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.